Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Greg. Thanks for joining me today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. Prayer for God's rule and reign. Almighty and everlasting God, whose will it is to restore all things in your well-beloved Son, the King of kings and Lord of lords, mercifully grant that the peoples of the earth, divided and enslaved by sin, may be freed and brought together under his most gracious rule, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in Scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. We'll be reading Isaiah chapter 3, starting in verse 13, verses chapter 4. The Lord has taken his place to contend. He stands to judge peoples. The Lord will enter into judgment with the elders and princes of his people. It is you who have devoured the vineyard. The spoil of the poor is in your houses. What do you mean by crushing my people, by grinding the face of the poor, declares the Lord God of hosts. The Lord said, Because the daughters of Zion are haughty and walk with outstretched necks, glancing wantonly with their eyes, mincing along as they go, tinkling with their feet. Therefore the Lord will strike with a scab the heads of the daughters of Zion, and the Lord will lay bare their secret parts. And that day the Lord will take away the finery of the anklets, the headbands and the crescents, the pendants, the bracelets and the scarves, the headdresses, the armlets, the sashes, the perfume boxes and the amulets, the signet rings and nose rings, the festal robes, the mantles, the cloaks and the handbags, the mirrors, the linen garments, the turbans and the veils. Instead of perfume, there will be rottenness, and instead of a belt, a rope. And instead of well-set hair, baldness. Instead of a rich robe, a skirt of sackcloth, a branding instead of beauty. Your men shall fall by the sword, and your mighty men in battle. And her gates shall lament and mourn empty. She shall sit on the ground. And seven women will take hold of one man in that day, saying, 
We will eat our own bread and wear our own clothes. Only let us be called by your name. Take away our reproach. In that day, the branch of the Lord shall be beautiful and glorious, and the fruit of the land shall be the pride and honor of the survivors of Israel. And he who is left in Zion and remembers in Jerusalem will be called holy. Everyone who has been recorded for life in Jerusalem, and the Lord shall have washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion and cleansed the bloodstains of Jerusalem from its midst by a spirit of judgment and by a spirit of burning. Then the Lord will create over the whole site of Mount Zion and over her assemblies a cloud by day and smoke and the shining of a flame and fire by night. For over all the glory there will be a canopy, there will be a booth for shade by day from the heat and for a refuge and a shelter from the storm and rain. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, we are stepping into the book of Isaiah, and it's going to be awesome. I'm sure Brittany did an awesome job introducing the book yesterday, but I just wanted to give us a little bit of an orientation with the book and a reflection for today. Personally, I am obviously really excited that we're going to be in the book of Isaiah for the next few weeks. My hope and prayer is that as we finish out 2020 with this historical book, that it might give us some refreshment in truth and what's important and significant. The book of Isaiah is the first book in the prophets section of the Bible. Isaiah is the first major prophet and is speaking to the people of Israel before the Babylonian and Assyrian captivities. Here's a fun fact about the book of Isaiah. In several different ways, it mirrors the whole of the actual Bible. Some people have said that the book of Isaiah is the Bible in just one book. Like most prophetic books, the style it's written in is much more assertive and bold as the prophet calls out injustice and sin, typically using a lot of strong language around God's judgment, punishment, and wrath towards sin. So it may sound a bit different that we're going to be excited about jumping into a book that deals with God's judgment, but in my walk with the Lord, I have been so encouraged and challenged and given, honestly, such perspective on life and the important things within life through the prophets. As we mostly emphasize biblical books that are clear and instructional, the prophetic books give us another vantage point in how God looks upon and interacts with humanity in the midst of our sin and rebellion. The prophets, while at first being mostly doom and gloom about the sinfulness of humanity, and especially the sinfulness of God's people particularly, they always offer hope, restoration, unrivaled grace, and pictures and glimpses into God's kingdom that are nothing less than breathtakingly beautiful. This beauty and grace within the prophets often gets overlooked because of their bold intensity. But I promise you, if you stay with it, hold on tight, and continue on with the conviction and passion of the prophet, you will come to catch a glimpse of the astounding and abundant grace, kindness, pursuit, forgiveness, and redemption of our Lord. So for today, I want to briefly point out two things that stand out to me from our reading. First, kind of a fun side note is that the women wore nose rings back in that day. I know it's culturally accepted now, but I remember when it was a new thing. Uh, but those, but nose rings were an, an accessory and a thing back actually in 740 BC, just FYI. 
Second is the judgment and the provision of the grace of God in chapters 4, verses 4 through 6. Basically, the Lord will bring judgment and burning, but then the Lord will provide a canopy of shelter and refuge and protection and guidance for his people. Here's the point for reflection. As Hebrews would say, God's love refines. So as we begin the journey with the book of Isaiah, let's take a moment and ask the Lord to give us hope and awe and wonder at the Lord's love on display alongside of his judgment. Let's take a moment and ask the Lord to give us hope and awe and wonder at the Lord's love on display alongside his judgment. Lord, thank you for the book of Isaiah. And as we step into this book, Lord, I pray that you would bless our efforts. You would bless our pursuit. You would bless our reading of of this book, our pursuit of you in this book. I pray that uh, as we read it together, as we struggle through it together, as we wrestle with it, as we catch glimpses of your unrivaled grace through it, Lord, that you would give us eyes to see you. And Lord, I pray that that the, the words of the prophet, the, the strong pictures of the prophet, Lord, would not be intimidating to us, but would show us that you are holy and that we are to be in awe of you, Lord, and that you are unrivaled in your power and dominion. So, Lord, may we be a holy people. May we be a people who, in reading of this book, see you as you truly are and are in awe of you out of it. So give us hope in the journey. Sustain us, we pray, to see you as you are, so that we would say that you are great, so that through our lives and by our prayers, your kingdom would come.